Okay, all right. So, so tonight, okay, we, we went and read John 14, verse 16 and 17. He says that I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. Right? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit lives where? All right, say it. Say, in me. The Holy Spirit lives in me. The Holy Spirit lives in me. Okay? Now, go to John chapter 14. Okay? Now, look. You guys are already there. Now, look, look at verse 20. Look at verse 20. <clears throat> he says that, On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Look at that. Three things right here. Look. What is he saying? He says, on that day, you will realize that I am in my Father. So what does that mean? That means Jesus is in his father, right? And then look, and then he says that, and you are in me. So look, so that means me, I am in him, who's Jesus. Okay? And then look, and then he says, and I am in you. So now, who, who lives in me? Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus lives in you. Jesus lives in me. Think about that. Just think about that. When you, when you leave from here, when you go out, when you're out there in the world, think about it. Because you're a child of God, because you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you know what you did? You opened up your heart. You opened up the door. Because when you open the door, what, what does that represent? When you open the door, what, what are you doing? Yeah. So like, so like if somebody was standing outside, and we want that person to come inside, what do we do? We open up what? The door. And then that person comes in, right? So the same way, look, when we open our heart to God, to Jesus, He comes in. And then He lives in us. Now, this is so amazing right here. Look, look, I want you to get this. I want you to get this. I want you to, to just kind of you know, to get the, what I'm trying to get, to get to you, to explain to you. So Jesus, when he was in this world, when he walked in this world, he walked among the people here in the world. 
And then he was crucified. And then, because he was crucified, he died. And when he died, he was buried. And then, look, on the third day, what happened? He rose. He came back to what? Life. So look, this is what happens. His spirit and his body was separated like this. That's what death is. That's what death is. Death is when your spirit and your body separate. And then when he, when he rose from the dead, this is what happened. Look, his spirit and his body came back together. And he came back to life. Wow. And you know what that's called? You know what that's called? When, 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 he, when, the, when his spirit and his body came back together. You know what that's called? Okay? You, you got to yell it out because this thing is blasting in my ears. Okay? Say it again. Okay, yeah. He was resurrected, but then this is what it's called too. Look, now he, he has his glorious body. So, when, when we, if we don't experience God, Jesus coming back, if, if we die before he comes back, our body and our spirit is going to separate and then when Jesus comes back, our body and our spirit is going to reunite, re resurrect, come back to life. And that's going to be our glorious body. That's going to be our glory. Right now, we're not in it. Only Jesus is in his glorious body. Okay? Now, look. Because Jesus is in his glorious body right now. He's, he's at the right hand of God. Wow. Resurrected, alive, spirit, body, all together. Glorious body right there at the hand of God. That's where he's at. Now, this is what he says, what we just read right here. He says, I am in my Father. And then he says that I am in you. And then he says that you are in me. So now, look, you, you, know, who, you know who's in you now? It's not just Jesus. It's the resurrected, glorious body, glorious Jesus that's in you. That's that person that's at the right hand of God is in you right now. Not just Jesus when he was in this world, but resurrected, glorious body at the right hand of God living in you right now. Wow. <laughs> that is just, that's just so awesome. It is awesome. Awesome. So Christ, 
lives in us by his spirit. That's why he said that I have to go. I have to go. I have to go back to my father. So that way I will send down the Holy Spirit. I will send down the Holy Spirit. So Christ, Jesus Christ, he lives in every single believer. He lives in every believer. Now, I want you to think about this. Look, how many of us are in here right now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, nine times Jesus. Wow. Now, what did, look how many seats we got here. One, two, three, four, five, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. 50, maybe 75, okay, 75. If we fill up these seats in here, every believer, now think about it, look, 75 times Jesus. Because Jesus said he lives in every single believer. Now, this is just one church. What about two churches? What about three churches? What about four churches? What about this whole world? How many believers do you think are in this whole world? A lot. So that means that's how many Jesus there are because he lives in every single believer. Wow. So if we, if we go out and share the word of God and then people get saved, people accept Jesus, that's another one. That's another one. That's another one. Now, who's going to get outnumbered? Yeah. Yes. Who's going to get outnumbered? Satan. The devil. The enemy. He's going to get outnumbered. He's going to get outnumbered because every believer, every child of God, Satan is going to see Jesus in every single one of them. And Satan is going to run. He's going to run. How many of you have ever seen a movie? Maybe a, like a game. Maybe there's there's just one guy, maybe he's a bully and he and he he picks on everybody and he you know he go makes his way around and he steals lunch money and whatever. He does that. Maybe he picks on one kid. That one kid starts to go around and has another person join him and another person join him and another person and another person. And next thing you know, that little kid, the one that gets pushed around, there's like, maybe he went and recruited another, uh, like 50 other kids to join him. And then that bully comes and he sees all those 50. What is that bully going to do? He's going to run. He's going to say, I'm not messing with these guys. Look, because they outnumber me. There's more of them 
than there is of me. See how that, you see? That, that's why it's so important. It's so important that, that we go and tell others about, about Jesus. Okay, Christ, He lives in every believer. So, why did, why did Christ come to live in you? Why did He come to live in you? Okay, He loves you, yes. Okay. Yes, Christ came to live in me. Right here, look. So that I could be the person God wants me to be. That's reason number one. The reason why Jesus Christ came to live in you, the reason why Jesus gave you the Holy Spirit is so that I could be the person God wants me to be. Think about it. God wants you to be the person that He wants you to be. That He wants you to be. Who does God want you to be? Demetrius. Who does God want you to be? Tyrone, who does God want you to be? See? He came to live in you because He wants you to be who He wants you to be. Now, a lot of you guys are in high school, okay? Olivia, Alexandria, why do you go to school? What's that? To have an education? What else? Do, do, you, do you all have teachers? Demetrius, Tyrone? You, you went to school too, huh, Rico? Yeah, teachers, right? Well, what, what do they always ask you? They always say, what do you want to be, right? What do you want to be? And then people will say, oh, fireman, policeman, dog catcher, right? Okay, whatever it may be, people... Pe because they, they, they enjoy things that they, they, they want to do. I can't tell these two girls what to be. Because if I tell them what to be, that's coming from me. But they know what they enjoy and that's what they want to be. But we got to understand too that because Christ lives in them and that because Christ lives in us, we also got to Honor what God wants us to be. I'm going to share with you my son. My son, he played baseball and he was real good at it. And I took him all over the place. We went Phoenix. He went to Colorado Springs. He went to Denver. I mean, he went all over the place. Travel, travel, travel. 
play, play, play. And I took him until I couldn't take him no more. And he started driving himself to these places. And for me, it was like, that's what I wanted him to be. But then you know what God said to me? Leave him alone. I have chosen him for a purpose, for a reason. You got to enjoy him growing up. So now take your hands off of him. He belongs to me. And I thought, wow. You know what I did? I said, okay. So I took my hands off of him. And he got to choose and do what he wanted to do and then also to listen to God to do what God wants him to do. If I were to, if I were to get in the way and keep pushing him, pushing him, you know what? Because it's not according to God's will, I, I could have drove him the wrong way. And you know what? That would have been my fault. So we need to understand that's why Christ came to live in us, with us. Number one reason is that so that we could be the person that God wants us to be. That's why God, that's why where we just read, he says that I will come and live in you. I will come and live in you. And then also Christ came to live in us for this reason, look right here, to bring Glory to Himself. So everything that you do, you know what? Does it honor God? Does it honor God? So Tyrone, you like to play sports? You hadn't played in a while because of the pandemic, right? Yeah. But I knew, I, I, I heard, and I knew you were enjoying you like to play, did you play football? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, you did. I know you did. And you got the body to play it. Okay? Now, when you, when you go back on the field again, because you will go back on the field. You will. Remember, Christ lives in you. Now, when you go on the field and Christ lives in you, everything that you do, you tackle somebody, you score a touchdown, you cause a fumble, you get an interception, whatever it may be. Now, we don't want to say, oh, look what I did. Yeah, look what I did. Because look right here. Christ came to live in me to bring glory to who? To Him. So, you got to say, oh man, it, God gave me this big, strong body. Thank you, God. See? Let him receive all the glory. Let him receive all the honor. And that's everybody. Everybody in this room. Every single person in this room. Rico, God's got something for you. God's got a, he's got a plan for you. See, he lives, he's living in you. And now he's speaking to you. He's going to start, he's going to say, Rico, this is what I want you to do. But it's according to his time. Don't get frustrated. Don't get, oh man, when, when is it going to be? When? That day is going to come. Sometimes it takes longer because he, he, he's waiting for us to, to get ready too. 
Because if, if I just threw you out there to go do something, let, let's say, Rico, um, I want you to, to fix the wires and these lights. Go get a ladder and take the light bulb off and redo the wire. Would you know how to do that? No, you would have to learn it, huh? And that's going to take some time. And then finally you're going to say, okay, I get it now. Then you can have confidence. You're going to go up there and you're going to do it. It's the same way. God's giving you a talent. God's giving you a gift. And he's preparing you. It's like you're in training right now. And then he's going to speak to you. And then you're going to hear him. Then you say, okay, all right, I think I can do that. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then when you do do that, it's going to bring glory to him. You're going to say, oh, look what God did to me. I had to wait. <clears throat> I had to wait 10 years. And then finally, God began to use me. You know, it might not be 10 years. It might be before that time. But what I'm saying is that you got to trust him. 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 He's got a great plan for you and for everybody. For all of us. Now here's the other one. Christ came to live in us to carry on his work. To carry on his work. What did Jesus do here in this world? What did he do? Play Xbox? Text? Social media? What did he do? Yeah, he talked about his father. What else did he do? Yeah, he healed people. He prayed for them. Prayed with them. What else did he do? Yeah, anything that his father told him to do, he did it. And he honored God. See? Christ came. And Christ is living in you too right now. To carry on his work. So you are to carry on his work. You are to carry on his work. Carry on his work here on this earth. Praise the Lord. Now, every believer is a person in whom Christ lives. Just like I said, instead of having to deal with just one Christ on earth, Satan now has to deal with millions of believers in whom Christ lives in. Now, God, he meets all our needs by giving us Christ. If I were to ask you, if I were to ask you, every single one of you, to make a list of all that you need to live a life pleasing to God here on this world, what would your list be like? If I told you all to make a list, if I said make a list of everything that you need in this world to live a life that's pleasing to God, what would your, what would your list look like? What do we need? What do we need? What do you need? What's that? 
Yeah, the Bible. We need God's Word because God's Word teaches us what? How to live, huh? Okay? Now, if I said, as an example, Olivia, I want you to go cross. You know where we live, right? You know where these guys live? Um, Tyrone and Demetrius? They, they live in the same area. Do you know where Rico lives? What, 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 what's in the way? The river. the river, right? The river. Now, if I told you to go and minister, if I told you to go and share or to go and help them, and I said, go to their home. But I, you can't drive around this way. You have to figure out a way to get from there to there, straight across. How would you do that? What would you need to do that? A raft? A raft? Canoe? Canoe? What else? What would you need? Yeah. Ask God to help. So, one of the things that we need is wisdom. Wisdom. We need wisdom. You know, me and my wife here were talking, sharing, okay? And we're human. I'm human. She's human. We have feelings. We see what's going on outside in the world. And then Sharon, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put her on, on the spot right here. She goes, Pedro, why can't we just take a trip to Albuquerque for one day? And she wants to eat at this real nice restaurant that she enjoys. And it's called the Japanese Kitchen. She goes, can we just go one day and just eat at this Japanese kitchen and look around and maybe you get one outfit and I get one outfit and just, just have a, a day off. A day off. It sounds good, huh? Is there anything wrong with that? No. But now look, what does wisdom say? This is what I told her. I said, yeah, it sounds good and everything. But let's wait. Let's wait. Because right now, places are opening back up, right? And what are people doing? They're running over there. They're running over there. And it's just getting crazy. They're running. And I said, no. I said, let's wait. Let's wait. I said, let all the people go and have their fun first. And then when it's all said and done, they will be coming along. And then we can enjoy that. So you got to have wisdom. You got to have wisdom. That pleases God, right? And how do I, what, what made me think that? Yeah, there's safety, but, but what, what caused me to think that way? Because who's living in me? Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Jesus, he's the one speaking. He said, no, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Another thing that we need to live is love, peace, 
joy, strength, patience, satisfaction, power, all these things that we need. We need all of this. We need all, and God knows it, knows it. You know what? All these things that I mentioned, these are all spiritual needs. Spiritual needs. Did you notice anywhere in there? Did I say money? Did I say food? Did I say video games? Did I say movie? Okay. Those are all physical things, right? Remember last week I said there's, there, there's two things. Your, your, your position and your walk. Your walk is just feelings and, and, and your, your circumstances. See, it doesn't say any of that in there. These are all spiritual needs. Go to Ephesians, okay? Look at Ephesians. And then go to chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. And then look at verse 3. Alrighty. When you are there, say, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay, look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now look, what does he say? Who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in who? Christ. See, he's blessed us with all these things that we need to live that will honor God. All, the, all these things, what I just mentioned. Okay, what I just mentioned. You all have a paper there. Look at that paper that I gave you. Okay, look at that paper that I gave you. Up there in the top. What does it say? We need to see that we have everything in Christ who is seated at the right hand of God. Okay, number one. Okay, if you have a pen, pencil, Christ is my wisdom. All right? Everybody say it. Christ is my wisdom. When I need wisdom, I should turn to who? God. Some of you guys might not know but um, there, there's a the newspaper. There used to be a lady that everybody writes a letter to. You know this lady. You know what her name was? Abby. Yeah, dear Abby. They would always write to dear Abby. Dear Abby, I have this problem. I have this situation. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. What do I do? And then Abby would tell them a response. Do you need dear Abby? No. Wisdom. Christ is my wisdom. Look, he knows exactly 
what I should do. And he lives in me. Oh, he lives in me. Jesus lives in me. Jesus lives in me. And Jesus Christ is my wisdom. He's my wisdom. If I, if I, if I go and face a problem, I'm going to turn to him. And he's going to help me. Okay? Well, we're not going to go through all these scriptures, but I put it there for you. I want you to go and read it. Meditate on it. Okay? Colossians chapter 2, verse 3. In whom in Christ are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Wow. It's a hidden treasure. It's a hidden treasure. Wisdom. People are trying to get rich. And they're reading books on how to get rich. People are trying to do things to stay, to, to stay, you know, success. And they're reading books. But you know what? Who will give you all these things if you listen to him? God. Got to have wisdom. Wisdom. Tyrone, you learning how to drive? You're running late. You're going to school. Can't be late. Got to get there. You woke up late. Oh, man, driving down the road. Speed limit says 55. What does wisdom say? Go 70. So you won't be late. True or false? False. What does God say? Don't worry. Trust me. You'll get there. Just take your time and follow the speed limit. Because in the first place, whose fault was it? You for waking up late. So what is God going to teach you? Next time, go to bed early, wake up early, take off on time. See that? See how it works? Wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. We all need it. Second one is this. Look, Christ is my strength. Christ is my strength. We probably all know this verse right here. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. What does that say? What does is, what is Philippians 4, 13 say? Yes. You know what that really means? And a lot of times we just kind of think of it for our, ourselves. Like, like, you know, but really what it means is that only through Christ we can, we can face circumstances. Only through Christ. Sometimes we're hurt. Our heart is hurting. And we don't know how to handle it because we can't handle it ourselves. It hurts so much. But who gives us the strength to handle those things? Jesus. That's why he says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Who gives me the strength. Wow. Aren't you glad that you don't have to do it on your own? That he can help you? He can give you the strength? 
Okay, the third one is this. Christ is my love. He's my love. Love is a person. Who's that person? Yeah. Jesus. Did you know Jesus has the last name? How many knew that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Because anybody can say Jesus. Okay? But Jesus Christ. If you say Jesus Christ, you're talking about Jesus Christ who lives in you. You're talking about Jesus Christ who gives you the strength to do all things. You're talking about Jesus Christ who, 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 is, a, who is love because he went to the cross. He loves all people. And now that he lives in me, he's my love. Wow, love. I mean, that, that love is just hard to describe of what he did. And you can read the whole book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Read that whole chapter. It talks about love. Love. Love is not selfish. Love is not proud. Love is, you know, and then it says that love covers all sins. Yeah. Because look at, think about love. Love covers all sins. Who, 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 who's the person that, that, that demonstrated love? Jesus, right? And he went to the cross, huh? Because he covered and he took our place. Everything that we did, sin. All for you and for me. That's love. That is love. Who would do such a thing for you? Who would do that? Just so you can get into heaven. Who would do that for you? You know, how many of you ever got paid in to a, a, a game? Or, or, or to a movie? Or something, somewhere? How many, how many of you ever experienced that? Somebody said, oh, no, 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 wait, put, put your money away. Let me pay you in. Let me take care of that. Right? Yeah. And how did, that, how did that make you feel? Like, oh, cool, all right. I got some extra money I didn't have to pay myself in. That's what Jesus did for you. Because you were, you were doomed. We remember that we said, oh, woe to me, for I am ruined. What Isaiah said. But then Jesus said, no, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to die on the cross for you so that you can enter heaven, so that you can enter into my Father's presence. Wow, he did that. Love. Okay? Now, one, two, three. The next one is this. Christ is my peace. Okay? Christ is my peace. And you can find this in John chapter 14, verse 27. This is what Jesus said. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Let not your heart be troubled. 
Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. So don't, 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 don't worry. Don't, don't, don't get frustrated. Don't get, ah, just take a deep breath. Jesus Christ lives in me. Jesus Christ is my peace. Oh, Father God, fill me with your peace. Fill me with your peace. You know that peace, is a, it's, a, it's a wonderful feeling. Sharon experienced this peace because she was so hurt, so frustrated, so, you know, just lost, like, just couldn't get out of a, of a situation, that feeling. And she began to cry, cry, cry. But you know what? God poured his peace and joy all over her. And she felt it from her head to her toe. You know what she did? Her cry, you know what? You know what it turned into? Laughter. Laughter. How many of us can laugh at our problems? <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Oh man, I got, I got a car payment that's due and I, I, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna have enough money to pay for it, but <laughs> it's okay, it's all right because I have the peace of God and I can trust him and he will provide, he will, he will, he will provide a way. You know, we, we all go through these things. We face these things. But we have Christ in us that he helps us. Which brings us to the next one. Christ is my joy. My joy. And you can find that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. You know, we may not always be able to rejoice in our circumstances, but we can rejoice in the Lord always. Always. Sometimes our circumstances, we, we can't, you know, it's just painful. But we can re always rejoice in the Lord. Always. Always. Because of what he has done for us. And the next one is this. Christ is my patience. Christ is my patience. And you can find that in Colossians chapter 1. Verse 11. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Patience. You know, I kind of lost my patience today. Because I, uh, somebody charged my, my, my debit card. I, I don't know who, you know, you, you got to be careful. Always check your, your account. 
And then somebody, somebody bought themselves some food at IHOP and for $50. And I asked the girl, did you guys use my card? And I asked Sharon. None of we didn't know. None of us. Somebody did it. It's like, wow. So, so I called the bank. They canceled my card. And they're supposed to send me a new one, which I haven't gotten yet. Still waiting for it. So today, we, we went to go get some wood. We went to go buy some wood. And then these girls took off, and they got their mom's card, and they ran with it. And then, and then I, thought she, I thought Sharon had the card. So we got the wood, and they unloaded the wood. And then we went to the ATM machine, and I said, give me your card so I can get some money. Oh, I don't have my card. What? I kind of lost my patience there. You know, but... No, my card, has, they haven't sent me the new one yet. So, oh, I don't know. I don't know how they do these things. Something, I don't know. But those scammers are really tricky. That's all I can say. They are really tricky. So, but Christ is my patience. But you know what? Look, look, here, here I, want to, I want to share this with you, okay? Listen, listen right here, Demetrius, Tyrone. I might have lost my patience, okay? But I praise God that she didn't lose her patience with me. You see that? Because Christ lives, yes, he lives in me, lives in her. Because if, if Christ wasn't living in the both of us, I mean, I didn't yell or get mad or saying, I just said, oh man, you know, just kind of, I just kind of said, you know, kind of express my feelings. You know, in a calm way, I lost my patience. And then on, on her side, she didn't really say much. You know, she, and if, if, if we didn't have the, God's patience in us, living in us, that whole situation would have turned horrible. Why do you think people argue? Why do you, peop why do you think people fight and get mad at one another? Because they don't, they don't have God's Patience. They don't have all of this in them. Praise God. Praise God. So, Tyrone, you have patience with Demetrius, right? All right. Work on it. <laughs> right there. Read right there. Okay. <laughs> Olivia, Alexandria, patience with one another? <laughs> okay and then Rico remember that patience 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 remember Christ is my patience when you start feeling like oh man I'm getting tired of just you know Christ is my patience Christ is my patience you know <laughs> so speak that speak that alright the next one Christ is my satisfaction. He's my satisfaction. And let's, let's go to this one here. Look at John chapter 6, verse 51. John chapter 6. Okay, John chapter 6. In verse 51. 
And let's read this here. Look what Jesus says here in John chapter 6, verse 51. He says, I am the living, what? Bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Because look, how many of you enjoyed eating bread with your meal? Okay? How many of you ever eat hot stew? And that's what Rico brought yesterday. Okay? Hot stew goes good with what? Bread. It might be tortilla, it might be fried bread, right? See? It satisfies, huh? And that's what Jesus means right here when he says that. I am the bread. So in other words, he's the one that satisfies us. He's the one that satisfies you. That's what he means right here. Christ is my satisfaction. Bread, 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 bread. He is the living bread. The one who perfectly satisfies and sustains us. Okay? Bread. The living bread. Now the last one here. Christ is my power. Christ is my power. And you can find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Now look. Think of Christ at the right hand of God with all the power of God. Now, look. Look, 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 look. Up here, look. I'm going to say this again. Here's God. Okay? Here's God. And at the right hand of God, here's Jesus. Now, Jesus has all the power from God. Now, look. We are all connected to Jesus. So we are all connected to God's power. All of us. Wow. Wow. We are all connected to that power by the Holy Spirit. What do you see right here? What, what, what? What makes this microphone work? Yeah. And then, so you see a cord here, right? This cord is plugged in somewhere, right? To an outlet. And when you plug it into that outlet, it's got power. It's the same way. All of us, we, we, have, we, we need to plug in. Who do you need to plug into? You need to plug into Jesus. And you're going to have all that power. You're going to have all that power. So you have to plug into Jesus. You have to plug in. Christ is my power. He is your power. So, if he's your power, he can get you through anything. 
He can get you through anything. You know, don't don't put your head down. Don't don't get mad. Don't get frustrated. Just look up, lift your hands up, and say, "Christ, you are my everything. You're the one that gives me the strength. You're the one that gives me the the love. You're the one that gives me wisdom. You're the one that gives me satisfaction. You're the one that gives me power." All these things that we just went through. See, get all of that. Everything is in Christ. Everything that you need is in Christ. Everything. Everything. You need the Holy Spirit. You get it by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Because none of this stuff we can do on our own. We can't. Only through Him. Only through Him. Praise the Lord. Praise God. You get it, Olivia? All right. Alexandria? Rico? All right. Good. Demetrius? Tyrone? Good haircut, Tyrone. Looks good on you. Matches you. Yes. Yep. That looks good. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you as we can study your word together. We thank you, Father God, that you, you tell us by the Holy Spirit how we should live. Because you live in us, Father Lord. Everything that we do, Father Lord, should honor you and should glorify you. Father God, there's things that we cannot do on our own. But Father, because you live in us, we can overcome. We can get through these things, Father Lord. These circumstances in our life that we face. Only through you, Father Lord. You give us peace. You give us satisfaction. You give us wisdom. You give us your love. You give us all these things, Father Lord. And we just thank you, Father Lord. You give us joy, Father Lord, and patience. Oh, Father God, I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for everybody here. Father Lord, those that cannot make it, we pray for them. Lord God, that your hand is upon them in the name of Jesus. And just be with all those that are on the road tonight as we go home, that we will be safe. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, and that tomorrow we will wake up, we will rejoice, Father God, because we are blessed that we have a new day to live, Father Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father Lord. All we can do, Father Lord, is just put our trust in you, put our hope in you, Father Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, we just give you thanks. In Jesus' name I pray. Lord God, I pray, Father, for Arlene and Rico, Father Lord, be with them and their family, Father Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, pour your spirit out, your peace, your love, your joy. Father Lord, that they will be strengthened, Father God, by your word. Father Lord, that they will be able to, to handle what, what is happening in their family, Father Lord. And that they will just trust you, Father Lord, more and more, Father God. And that you will get them through, Father Lord. You will comfort them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. You will strengthen them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. 
You will give them wisdom, Father God, that they will know what to do, what to say, Father Lord. They have the Holy Spirit in them, Father Lord, and that they will hear your voice, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. That they, tonight, they will sleep good, Father Lord, in the name of Jesus, because of your peace, your peace in their life, Father Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, I give you thanks, Father Lord, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise the Lord. Praise God. So good, good. Uh, yesterday? yesterday? Okay. What about, so when, when, are, when are you going to take a shower again? Okay. What about if you don't take a shower for a week? Okay. What about for two weeks? Okay. What about Rico? What about don't take a shower for a month? Okay. Why do you say no way? <laughs> because your your body is gonna is gonna begin to you know not feel right. It's gonna stink. It's gonna dirty. It's gonna be all you know just you can feel uncomfortable. But when you take a shower, how does that make you feel? Better, huh? Like, oh, whew. okay. See, when 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 we've sinned, we messed up. You feel like you you know just feel awful. Have you ever have you ever felt that way? When you messed up, you just feel you feel guilty, right? Okay, guilty, messed up. So, Jesus came for all of us. He died on the cross for you and me. Okay, he died on the cross. And then, now, when you take a shower and you put on your clean clothes, you feel so much better. Now, because of Jesus and because of what he did on the cross, now we have the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. See, only because of Him we're clean. Only because of Him we're, we're fresh. Only because of Him we're not ruined. Righteousness. So, so when, when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's like he put that new piece of clothing on you and covered you. Now, look, today God looks at you and sees you as being the righteousness of God because of Jesus. He sees Jesus clothe you for what he did. And, and so, so when God looks at you, he sees no wrong in you. He sees no sin in you. You see, you see that, how that clothing, you see that, you see what Jesus does? Because 
Without Jesus, without Jesus, how do you think God would look at you? Dirty. Sin. And do you think God would want you to be where he's at? No. Because what separates us from God? Sin. Sin. But look, who brings us back together to God now? Who brings us back together? Alexandria, who brings us back together? Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. See, the righteousness. Now you're in right standing. You're in right standing. The devil is going to lie to you and say, no, no, no. You messed up. You're dishonest. You lied. You're, you're, you're filthy. You're no good. You're not worthy. He's, the devil's going to say that to you. But no. You know what? Tell the devil no. Say, I am covered by the blood of Jesus. I am the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. Jesus lives in me. And God sees me in right standing. See? You tell that to Satan. And he, he, he's going to He's just going to walk away from you. Praise God. So as we, we continue this, okay, let's, let's, let's play a couple songs right here. And let's, let's worship God. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank you, Lord God. I'm set free. Thank you, Lord God. I'm, 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 I'm cleansed by your blood. Thank you, Lord God. I'm, you know, whatever I did wrong, you, you forgave me. That is all gone. Thank Him. Thank Him for that. that. That's what worship is. That's what praise is. You're praising God for all of that. So think about it. Don't think about out there. Don't think about what's going on. Just think about what God did for you. Think about what God did for you. Okay? Think about what God did for you. Praise God. All right. Go ahead, Sharon. All right. Let us stand. There's only one God. Praise God.
Praise God. You can, you can have a seat. Come as you are. Praise God. Praise God. When you come to God, when you come to Jesus, what is he looking at? Mm-hmm. What is he looking at? Okay, show me. Rico, what's, what, what is he looking at? Okay, everybody, show me. Okay, what are you pointing? You're pointing to your what? Mm-hmm. He's looking at your heart. He's looking at, I can't see your heart. I, I, can't, I can't see your mind, what you're thinking. Okay, but God knows. He knows your thoughts. He knows your heart. So when you come before God, when you come to God, when you come to Jesus, He's he's looking at your heart. If you come with an open heart, okay, you know, he, he, He sees that. He sees that. Remember last week we talked about that one boy, there was, actually there was two boys, brothers, right? Rico, what, 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 what did one of the brothers, what did he do? He, he, Ran away, right? What did he do? Remember that? What did he do? Remember his, remember his dad gave him... Yeah. He went crazy, huh? Okay? He, and then, then he became hungry and poor and became a beggar and, you know, lost everything. But then what did he do? What happened? What happened, Olivia? After he lost everything, when he, when he started to beg, what did he do? Remember that one guy, that brother? Remember he left his father, he left his family? What did he do after that? Come on, what did he do? Tyrone, do you remember? What did he do? Remember, he left, and then he, he went back. He went back. He went back to his father, huh? And then what did his father do? Oh, no, you stay away because I gave you everything, and, and you messed up, and stay away. Did his father say that to him? No. No. What did his father do, Olivia? What did his father do? Rico, what did his father do? Yeah. Opened his arm and he welcomed his son back. And then his son was probably filthy, dirty, raggy. And what did his father do? Took off all his raggy clothes and put on his best clothes on him, huh? And then went out to the corral, got the fattest sheep, butchered it, and they, had, they probably had a mutton feast. How many of you like mutton? Okay. They had a mutton feast. I mean, they celebrated. They celebrated. You see, God, Jesus says that there was 100 and there was out of that 100, one of them took off. Jesus didn't say, well, it's just one. I still have 99 left. 
You know what Jesus did? That one that left, he went after. He went after that one, brought that one back. See, that one is all of us. That's how much he loves us. That's how much he loves us. That's how much he loves you. He, he, he loves you so much, so much, so much. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but, you know, we, we tell our parents we love them, but just think how much God loves you. He loves you so much, so much. All right, go to, um, go to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. And then look at... Um, Chapter 5, and then go to verse uh, 21. 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, and then look at verse 21. Verse 21. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Okay, look at verse 21. Okay, are you there? All right, look it up. Look, it says, God made him who had no sin to be sin. Okay, who's him? Okay, look, God made him who had no sin. Yeah, so... Him is Jesus. Because Jesus had no sin. And he made him for us. Okay? And then look, it says, So that in him, okay, in him, so in who? Yeah, in Jesus. Okay, everybody say it. Say, say in Jesus. Okay, now look, look. We might become the righteousness of God. You see? Because of Jesus, God made Jesus. Jesus who had no sin. Look at that. Look what he did. He made him. It says, God made him who had no sin. Look, to be sin. To be sin for us, for you, for me, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. We might become the righteousness of God. See, in Christ, okay, so everybody say, say, in Christ, I am the righteousness of God. See? All because of Him, in Him. The righteousness of God. The righteousness of God. Now, you've all accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right? Okay. So now, because you became a Christian, okay, because you're a child of God, because 
you you now you're you you have the righteousness of God in Him. Because of that, does that mean that we don't mess up anymore? No, we we still do. We still do. We we still mess up. Sometimes people think that, oh, that that person's a Christian, and then they they look at that person as they don't mess up. And then when they see you fall, when they see you mess up, then they say, oh, I thought he was a Christian. He messed up. Okay? That's what happens. Now, that person might still be growing. That person might still be struggling. Okay? They might not know a lot what's happening. But today, you know that you're a Christian. You know that you're a child of God. So when you walk out these doors, what does it mean? Does that mean that you go ahead and do whatever you want? No. What, 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 should, what should be your, your, your attitude when you walk out these doors? Whatever you do, it should honor who? God. Honor God. If you slam the door because you didn't get what you want and you get upset with your mom, grandpa, dad, parents, whoever, and you go to your room and you slam the door, does that honor God? Does that honor God? What about do you, when you tell your parents or your grandparents to say, how come you always buy him everything, you never buy me anything? Does that honor God? No. Now, what, what, I, what I want to get to right here, okay, is that um, there, there's, there's, there's two things here. There's, um, we, we, got, we need to understand your position, number one, your position, and then number two is this, look, your walk. Okay? Number one is your what? Position. Number two is what? Your what? Your walk. Okay? So what do I mean by that? What, what, what is your position? What is my position? What, what, is, what is our position? This is, this is what I'm getting at right here. Look. Our position is the way God sees you. Remember, I talked about this. How does God see you? How does God see me? How does God see us? He sees us as what? P-E-R-F E, yeah, God sees us, our position, He sees us as perfect. Why? Why? Because of who? Yeah, remember that? Because of Him. Because of Him who had no sin, 
He made him sin so that now in him we have the righteousness of God. So our position, your position, God sees you right now today as perfect. I mean, think, can, can, you, can, you, can you put your mind around that? God sees you as perfect. And if I were to ask you right now today, I want all of you today, when you woke up this morning, you didn't, you didn't mess up. You, you had the perfect day. Your attitude was perfect. Your language was perfect. Whatever you looked at, whatever you heard, wherever you went, everything was perfect. You were so perfect today from when you woke up. Who was that? It wasn't me. Because I, I messed up today. I messed up today. But God still sees me as what? Perfect. God still sees you as what? Perfect. You see? Position. Your position. God sees you as perfect because he sees he sees you in Jesus. He sees you in Christ. Because, look, right here. Made him who had no sin. So Jesus had no sin, right? Only him, only Jesus, when he, when he was crucified, he was the perfect sacrifice. Why, why did they say that? He was the perfect sacrifice. Because Jesus never what? Yeah. Sin. He never sinned. So, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're accepting Jesus. You're putting in you. So now, look, God doesn't see you. He sees, he sees Jesus in you. That's why He sees you as perfect. He's not saying that you're perfect, that you never messed up. Because we all know we messed up. But because of Jesus in you, and because Jesus was the perfect sacrifice, God today sees you as perfect through His Son. Through His Son. Through His Son. Who, who, would, who would do that for you? Who would do that for you? Who would do that for you? Do you deserve it? Do I deserve it? No. But you know what? I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Because I get to get into the presence of God. I get to get where God is at in heaven. Now, the second one, your, 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 your walk. What do I mean by your walk? Anybody take a guess? Okay. Where we stand? All right. Okay. Mm. Okay. So our your your our walk is this look. Our your walk is your 
conduct. How are you walking as a Christian? How are you walking as a child of God? Are you taking all the right steps? When somebody talks behind your back, do you pray for them and love them and say, hey, it's okay, they'll be all right, I still love them? Or do you say, oh, I don't, that person's always talking about me? Say, how's your walk? How's your walk? Brothers and sisters, sisters and sisters, brothers and brothers, when there's an argument, what do you say to your brother? It's okay, I love you. I forgive you. I don't hate you. Or do you say, oh, and you start fighting. What do you do? Arvin, Aiden, what is your walk like? Do you guys argue? Do you guys get upset? And then there might be times too where, where you don't say it. You might not say it to each other like, oh, like, oh man, like that, that, that boy or that kid or my parents or whatever. But you know what? You might be thinking it. You might be thinking it. Because what did I say? God knows your thoughts. God knows your heart. He knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. Sometimes you might not have to say it, but He knows. He knows. See, your walk. What's your walk like? Your walk. The way you live day by day. Is your walk perfect? Yes? No? Is this no? Is this yes? Okay. Is your walk perfect? No, it's not. Mine isn't. If you say it is, then it's a lie. Okay? So, so, so God, how does God accept us? How does God accept you? Does He accept you by your position? Or does He accept you by your walk? What do you think, Olivia? How do you think God accepts you? By your position or by your walk? Huh? By your walk? So the way you live every day... The way you live in this world every day, because sometimes we mess up. He accepts you like that. Because remember, when we mess up, when we disobey God, when we don't listen, when we don't honor Him, what is that called? Sin. Yeah, sin. And, and in our walk, every day we sin, right? So, so does, will God accept you by your walk, living in sin? No, huh? He won't. But He accepts you by your what? Your position. Because of, because of Christ in you. He doesn't accept you for what you did. He accepts you because of His Son in you. That's why I said, hey, Tyrone, who's the man? Who's the man? 
Yeah, he's the man. Because of him, I, I wouldn't be here. Because of him, I can't get to heaven. Because of him, I can't get to God. Because of him, God sees me as perfect. See, Jesus is the man. Jesus is the man. He's the man. Okay, go to um, Ephesians. Okay, go to Ephesians. Praise the Lord. And then look at um, chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. All right, look at verse 6. Verse 6. All right, look. To, to the praise of His glorious grace, which He has freely given us in the one He loves. To, in the one He loves. To the praise of His glorious grace, which He has freely given us in the one He loves. So the righteousness, your righteousness, is a gift given to you. Now, your position, your position, okay? Can you lose it? Can you lose it? Okay? Actually, you can't. You can't. Because it's a done deal. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's a done deal. Because that God will never take that back away from you. If you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's a done deal. See, now you're positioned. So, so it's, like, it's like before, I didn't have Jesus. And, and, and I, I was, when God looked at me, when He saw me, He saw me as, as filthy, as, 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 you know, because of all that sin. But when I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, see, now look at, look at my, my old position right here. I went from this position to this position right here. Now I'm standing before God in, in right standing, the righteousness of God. Because now it's like, it's like there was a piece of clothes right here. I went into that clothing. That clothing is Jesus. Now, my position, God will always see me in right standing. He will always see me. And, and that will never be taken away from me. The only way that that can be taken away is, 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 is that um, when we, when, when we ste step out of it ourselves, and then we, we do something wrong. And then we keep doing those, those things that are wrong. Because when you do something wrong, how does that make you feel? Sad, right? What's the opposite of sad? Happy. So, so what happens is that when, when, when you're just honoring God, when you're just with God, and when you're, when you're just with Jesus, and praising Him, and, and His Word, and all of this, 
You know what? It's, it begins to make you feel what? Happy. Joy. Joy, joy, joy. But when you mess up, oh man, I messed up. You know what? That joy, you, you lose that joy. That joy, the joy is what, 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 what you, is kind of taken away from you. That, that, that joy feeling. So, but your position is never taken away from you. It's, 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 it's that joy. Because when, when I was, uh, when I first began to, to come to Christ, I mean, and when when I and then when I came into the church, and then I heard a message, and then that message was so good. Oh my gosh, it was just so good, and it made me so happy. It made me so you know I was just excited, and then you know I, I just like I couldn't wait to just go go back out there, and then the minute I walked out, somebody attacked me, and then I snapped back at him. And whatever that I just learned in here, and when I walked out there, it's like I just messed it all up. It turned my happiness around. And I felt guilty, and I felt, oh, man, what, what did I just say? What did I just do? do you, you guys understanding that? Okay, so, so that, that's, what's, that's what's happening here. But your position as Christ clothed in you, and that you are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. That will never be taken away from you. But your walk, that, that's different. How do you walk as a Christian? How do you walk as a Christian? How do you walk as a Christian? So, so, um, <clears throat> so we, can lose, we can lose the enjoyment of our position. The enjoyment of our position. If I continue to do things which are displeasing to God, that, that's when we lose our joy. That's when we lose that joy. How do we correct that? How do you fix that? When, when you mess up, how do you fix it? Tyrone, when you mess up, how do you fix it? Because you don't always want to be walking like that with that bitterness. That guiltiness, that, that, that anger, whatever it may be. You don't want to be walking like that all the time. So how do you fix that? Yeah. You ask who for forgiveness? Yeah. God. Father, forgive me. I'm sorry. <coughs> I messed up. And then remember, what did I say? God sees you as what? Yeah, Be through who? Yeah. So what does God say when you ask for forgiveness? He says, okay, I forgive you. I forgive you. And then that joy, that feeling, guess what? Comes back. Comes back. Comes back. See? If you did something wrong, if you messed up, ask for forgiveness. Ask God, forgive me. And then, if you, if you threw it, uh, uh, some kind of a tantrum, maybe you got mad, got upset. Um, Olivia, have you ever gotten upset at Alexandria? 
Have you ever got her so mad? Or you got so mad at her and maybe you accidentally punched her? Accidentally, but really you meant it, right? Okay, you didn't say, oh, he, oh, Pedro pushed me. Oops. No, but you you meant it, huh? Okay. So when you when you fought like that, what was your feeling like? Yeah. Yeah. And and so how can you fix that? You have to ask, you have to tell Alexandria, right? Say, Alexandria, I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? And then, Father, forgive me that I won't do those things again. Because we've argued. Have, have we argued? Uh, have I argued with you, Alexandria? Never? Okay. And then, have you ever gotten mad at me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we argue. Okay. But, before we go to bed, Okay, what do I do? Come into your room and what? Hug her and then say, I'm sorry. And I tell her, can you forgive me? I'm sorry. See, we got to fix that. Because how many of you can go to bed mad? I can't. Because you're going to toss and toss and toss. It's just going to bug you, bug you, bug you, bug you. That's why you got to fix it. Fix it. Fix it before you go to bed and then ask God to forgive you. Ask God to help you, to change you, change your heart, change your attitude, whatever it may be. And then you can sleep peacefully. Because, be careful. If you, if you go to bed angry, just because you're a Christian and Jesus comes back, what's going to happen? You'll get left behind. You'll get left behind. When Jesus comes back, will there, will there be Christians left behind? Yes. It's going to be a terrible time. Seven years? Tribulation? Oh my gosh. I can't imagine. I, I would have never want to live there in that time. It's, it's going to be an awful time. Awful time. Now, Here's another way that we can we can please God. Okay? Because we, we want to please God. Go to 2 Corinthians again. Go back to 2 Corinthians. Uh, look at chapter 5. How many of you want to please God? How many of you want to honor God? Okay? Look at look at 2 Corinthians um, chapter 5. And then look at verse 7. Verse 7. Look, for we live by faith, not by sight. What does that mean? What does that mean? If you want to please God, if you want to please God, right here in this verse, he's telling us, live by faith, not by sight. What does he mean by that? When you live by faith, when you live by faith, this is what it means. Look, you're living by
by God's truth. You're living by God's truth. Okay? Now, show me God's truth. You all have it. Where's God's truth? Yeah, hold it up. If you have one, hold it up. Where's God's truth? See? If you live by God's truth, you know what? You're going to learn to live by faith. Live by faith. Because everything that's in here, do you believe it? I do. If God says that he made the heavens and the earth from the beginning, I believe it. If God says that I'm made in the image of Christ, I believe it. If God says that I'm the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, I believe it. If God says that he will never leave me, he will never forsake me, I believe it. If God says that through him, through Jesus, that I could do all things, I believe it. You see, living by faith means living by God's truth. Walking in faith. Because the Bible, the Bible, does the Bible ever tell you to be scared? No. So why do you get scared at night? So why do you get scared? Why, why are you so scared? Why are we so scared of the coronavirus? Yes, it's, it's a sickness. Yes, people are dying from it. But should that scare you? You know what would scare me even way more than that? When I stand before God. When I stand before God, and because as a child of God, as a believer of God, and then He, and then he, uh, he tells me, you're, you're, you were my servant, and you never did this, you never did that, you never told anybody, and then He's going to judge me. I'm, I'm, I'm more afraid of that than catching the virus. Or if he comes back today and, and everybody leaves and I'm still here. Oh my gosh, now guess what? I'm here stuck in the tribulation. I'm, I'm more afraid of that than, than the virus. See, walk by faith, not by sight. Walk by faith, not by sight. Now, Walking by sight, walking by sight means that I am living by my feelings and circumstances. Walking by sight means that I am living by my feelings and circumstances. So in other words, feelings. Right? What makes you feel good? What gets you motivated? What what makes you what makes you go? You know what? Look, look, look. I see people do this. They say, I'm gonna go work out. And then they go work out, some of them go to a, a workout, and then they pump up the music. And then they start doing this. 
It's not moving. It's not working out. And they're doing and they're all sweating and they're all by sight. By faith, when they come in here, do you see them do that? No. They don't want to move. They don't want to dance for Jesus. You, you see the difference? I know a lot of you guys have earbuds, earphones. What are you listening to? What makes you do this to your head? Oh, yeah, that thing, you know. Walking by sight. Things that make you, that, 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 you know, that you are living by your feelings and circumstances. Okay? Circumstances. What, what makes people feel good? What is this? What am I? You guys probably all know this. Yeah. Now, you know, you know what I just heard? Your new president convinced the, go the government, the Congress and senators to pass a bill so they can give Americans more of this. That sight, that sight. If we were to live by faith, who are we going to look to? Government or God? Yeah. God. We're going to look to God by faith. We're not going to look to government for, for a handout. Okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, people need money. I understand. But if they put their trust in God, what does God, what does His Word say? His Word says that I will provide for you. I will take care of you. And he says, don't worry. Why should you worry? Do the birds worry? No. Who feeds the bird? I do. God says, I do. He goes, if I, if I feed the birds, then why should you worry? Who's more important to me, the bird or you? You see what God says? Amazing, 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 amazing. So, we, have a, we live in a battle every day, each day, okay? Now here's the question, look, listen. Am I going to live by my feelings and my, and my circumstances or by God's truth? How are you going to live every day? Which one? Which one? Okay, which one? Yeah, okay. How are you going to live every day? Yeah, I'm going to walk by what? Yeah. I'm not going to walk by what? Yes. Okay? Because God is truth. He's, he's truth. His word is true. Okay? So, so, get that attitude. I'm walking by faith. I'm not walking by sight. I'm walking by God's truth. I'm not walking by my, my circumstances or, or by my feelings. None of that. None of that. None of that. Praise God. Guys, you, you know, I, I want you guys to really understand this. Really understand it. Okay? All of you. All of you. Understand it. Understand it. If you don't know, pray about it. If you don't, if you don't get the whole thing, pray about it. Say, Lord, help me. Help me. 
and then ask for forgiveness. I'm sorry. If I'm listening to the wrong kinds of music, I'm sorry, God. Take that away from me. Take it away from me. If I'm watching things that it's not right for my, my, my eyes, Lord God, take that away from me. I'm sorry. It's all you have to say. You don't, you don't have to do anything else. And then ask for forgiveness. Ask for forgiveness. You know, you want God, you want to be in that position. In that position. You want to be there. You want to be there. Be there. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Okay, we're going to play this song. Okay, play that last one. That um, Your Love Defends Me. And we'll close with this. We'll close with this. So keep coming, man. I mean, you, you encourage me every time you come. Praise God. Praise God. I get so, 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 so motivated. You are my song. You are the well.
thank you for this time. We thank you for this night. Father God, I thank you for everybody who's here this evening. Father Lord, we are the righteousness of God through your Son, Christ Jesus, Father Lord. Father Lord, you see us as perfect, Father God, because of Jesus, Father Lord. Father Lord, I just give you thanks for that, Father Lord. And as we leave here, Father Lord, I pray for everyone here, Father Lord, that they will walk in anything that they do, anything that they say, Father Lord, they will honor you, Father God. You will be honored, you will be glorified, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And if there's anything, Father Lord, that they are struggling with, Father God, I pray, Father Lord, that you will give them the strength, Father Lord, to overcome that. Father Lord, whatever those things are, that it will be removed from them, Father God, in the name of Jesus, so that they can walk worthy, Father Lord, that they can have joy in you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father Lord. Father, let them, let them walk by faith, Father God, not by sight, Father Lord, not by the things that make them feel good, Lord God, but by, by your word, Father Lord, by your, the truth in your word, Father Lord, that they will believe that, Father Lord. They will see that, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Good, good, good. Keep coming, keep coming. Remember, walk by faith.